Yo, 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 what up? Having said that with Landry Griffith listeners, welcome to another edition. We are here again, week 11. Find me on Instagram, find me on Twitter, find me on Facebook if you haven't already. Um, I just want to say I really appreciate everybody um, kind of going back and looking through the how many listeners I've had each week and stuff. It's been amazing to see how many people are supporting this, and I can't tell you enough how much it means. I did not do this for anybody but myself. This is something I've always wanted to do, but to know that this many people are into it, Arturo, Mark, Ty, Chris, every single one of y'all, JP, listening every single week, it, you don't know how much it means to me, and I really appreciate that. Um, just so everybody knows, this episode is brought to you by LMK, the Let Me Know production team, which is ironic because I have already have two-thirds on the show uh, twice now. That would be the L and the M. And today we are graced with the K of Let Me Know Productions, LMK Productions. Ladies and gentlemen, without further further ado, introducing Mr. Ty King. Yo, yo, yo. Man, Landry, I've been looking forward to this oh, since we've been talking about it. So I think like it's finally fun to finally be in the in the room and with you and like looking at you. There's yeah. been so many like whatever I I knew I wanted to do this. Um, I text you along with some other people before I even recorded my first intro episode to say, "Hey, man, when I get this going, you're gonna be a guest for yeah. for reasons of topic." And there's gonna be a thousand more episodes we're gonna do because you're yeah. Ty King and oh, you, you 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 make the conversation flow and it's gonna be oh. a blast. Which is what this is all about. Let's just talk and have a good time. Yeah. And who else better to do it than the man who taught me a lot of these editing skills in the first place? Oh gosh, don't I don't want to take credit for that. Yeah, ah. you really shouldn't because it's not it's not been awesome. I'm just playing. Oh, Ty, did you know that forty six point four percent of Americans struggle with mental health? Okay, did you know that? I've been aware of it, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So like I mean that's pretty it still, much it still hits you. It yeah. does. That's that's essentially, let's say one out of every two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Half of American citizens struggle with mental health. That means for if we get eighty listeners, forty people listening are struggling on a daily basis. Okay. Having said that, it bothers me to no end that there is a huge stigma about mental health Um, for reasons I can't understand and doing what I do for a living and studying it and seeing patients with it is why is there such a huge stigma about it? What is it about saying I have depression, I have bipolar, I have anxiety, or even some of the real serious stuff of the schizophrenia and the uh, multiple personality, the borderlines, um, Something has been created within the society that we should be ashamed of who we are. Yeah. I've met plenty of people that were diagnosed with cancer that sure as hell weren't ashamed of it. Yeah. Kind of introduce yourself just a little bit and why, why I think you're on this podcast. Okay. Um, Well, first off, I think, you know, I've done a lot of talking. I've done a lot of talks on mental health. Sure. And and to different groups or whatever. But Mm -hmm. I do have to say, first and foremost, a disclaimer that I'm not a doctor. And uh, I can't, I'm not giving anybody medical advice. This, this is, is just nor strictly, I, this is yeah, not medical right, advice. Right. This, this is, is just, everyday I, shit. I just like to tell my story and, uh, and, and, you know, make people aware of that, that it, this can happen and it does happen to people. And, um, 
even people that look like they have it all together and it could happen, you know? So that's, and, and I want to, we'll address some of that stuff you were talking about. Just why is it, um, I don't even think stig stigma, I, stigma doesn't, that's not the right word anymore because it's not catching on. So there's nice. just a, I like that. yeah, there's like a stereotype or there's something wrong with somebody. And cause you know, the way I like to think of it is like, people that have cancer or have a heart surgery or sure. just like if you go in i mean we make those people casseroles right you know right and uh somebody Damn. that that has a mental uh illness or a mental and health problem struggling struggling with that you, it's like uh you know well you just it's it's so it's strange that it shouldn't be different but it is completely different as far as what people think of it really is and 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 like if i were to tell you if i were to start off this podcast and say you know 12 percent of americans are struggling i can see maybe a little bit of that like well we just don't understand it and we don't understand you know what's going on this and that but yeah. when you're saying one of two that means like if you yeah. just if you're struggling if 10 people were going to bring you a casserole because you just had knee surgery well five of them yeah that's fine yeah that's are true. struggling that's a good point and uh and i love uh i I have a lot of people that I lean on in this uh, area as far as like advocates and mm -hmm. activists and, you know, people that I've found that I follow and I'm not, you know, I, I, but I will say like my man, um, Eric, uh, cussing up in, uh, he lives up in New Jersey, New York area, but he has a great account and I'm an ambassador for him, man. And it's called uh same here global. It used to like be an Instagram or yeah, yeah, he's an Instagram, but he can come around. He, he does so much for education. And uh, he has people on board for him, like professional athletes. And, um, you know, we talk all the time, but he'll have like, Darren Ravel and some of these guys that are on his team that, man, and, and they are pushing for education in schools, you know, like to learn about this. And I think that's and I think key. It, and I think it's key too. And, it's key. and a big shock to I me, mean, I think his Instagram is same here because, you know, it's, he's like, man, it should be okay to say same here. I agree. And, and like, I agree. you know, um, there was a lot of studies out by whatever the CDC or, you know, the, uh, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and this, that, and the other, that say, you know, one in four people have a mental illness, but, or one in f two and five, uh -huh. but I like the way he says it and I will steal this from him, but it's, it, it, he says five of five, five of everybody knows is affected by it. Yep. Not necessarily have it. Yep. But you are touched by it and affected by it somehow, somehow, some way. But really when, when you study it from like my standpoint, you know, I'm in RN school right yeah. now as we speak. Sure. Um, I think it's safe. It could even be safe to say that five and five people have it. So, like, when a lot of people think of anxiety, I think what they're imagining in their head is the person having like a full blown panic attack, can't yeah. catch their breath, you know, agoraphobia type yeah. uh, anxiety. But I've been stressed and anxious many a times. Right. If you start smacking your ice in front of me right now or crunching it on yeah. this podcast, I'm going to get so anxious that you're going to see my fist start right. clenching up. That's a form of anxiety. Some people just can't control it as well right. as others because it's on well, a different level. To me, I will push back on you a little bit. I don't okay. think that's a, a – to me, I wouldn't think that would be characterized as diagnosed because now we're saying everybody has it. Okay. And uh, that then it starts to diminish the people that okay. truly have it, Okay. Uh, that have some sort of a, a mental health issue. Okay. I mean, I think, to me, that falls in the realm of normal. You know, it's normal to be agitated. Okay, that's it's, a good point. Okay, it's normal to be sad. It's normal to be – uh, you know, irritable or be anxious sure, uh, or even be traumatized at some point. I mean, it's traumatic to have a baby. It's traumatic. Yeah. You know, those are, yeah. those are traumatic things, but yeah, that's a good um, point. I think a lot of that fight or flight type. Yeah. yeah. And, but I think when it starts to affect your daily life or your, your ability to function, mm -hmm. um, then I think is where we have an issue. And that's to me, I, 
I started out when I when I started talking about my mental health journey and my mental health story and trying to reach out. I wanted to reach out to people like me sure. that had gone through this. Yeah. But I really find that I really need to reach out to people that know somebody that, that don't have it. Because I think that's where the problem is. Because someone's <laughs> maybe struggling in yeah. a corner and then you're not aware of what signs, symptoms, yeah. what to look for. And yeah. all they need is someone to reach yeah. out to them. Yeah. And it's, it's and a really good point. Yeah. And it's hard wow. to say, you, know, you don't want to yell at these people. You don't want to, I mean, these people, they're just people that don't know. Yeah. Man, I didn't know, you know, and, and when I first, and I'll get into my story a little bit, but I mean, when I was first go, struggling or whatever, I didn't know what was going on in mm-hmm. my family. Did, and it, it, it didn't run in my family. Or, or, and if it, if it did, nobody was going to talk about it. Exactly. And so that's there, yeah. And so, yeah, that's the thing is that, you don't know how to handle it. Nobody really knows how to handle it. Right. And um, like I say with, uh, and this may not be true, true, but with when it comes to depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, those kinds of things um, that are on, in the mental health uh, spectrum, yep. you know, if you will, um, when you hit rock bottom mm. as a person like that, mm-hmm. they always say the drug addict, an addict or an addict of any kind, when they hit rock bottom, that's when they'll get help. Yep. To me, when a person that's, that has been is, uh, dealing with major depressive disorder, um, when they hit rock bottom, it's too late. Mm. But that's when they take a, uh, mm-hmm. they take the step, the, that final step. Yep. And so you gotta, you gotta know that it's, so you gotta know that it's, you kind of get to them before it's rock bottom. You got it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Your, your buddy or your family member, or your yeah. spouse, your kid, whatever it is, you know, they're struggling. We need to know signs and symptoms before yeah. it gets too bad. Yeah. And this the thing is I like to bring a little bit of a different flavor to it. Cause I'm a funny, I mean, I like to think I'm a funny guy, you know, I, I don't really, say you like to think uh, anyone yeah, that's listening. That's ever met you, <laughs> you knows know, so that. this is kind of the heavy, dark subject. Absolutely. I like to bring some light into uh-huh. it, which you don't want to make light of the situations. And I've been in some pretty dark places in my mm-hmm. life. That, actually, probably the darkest you could be, you know, as yeah. far as that goes with um, with depression and yep. even bipolar disorder. But, yep. uh, you know, I still like to, I, some, I got to make people listen and understand. Sure. And not be like, oh, you know what, what's the difference between somebody being lazy and somebody that has a depression. problem? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a medical problem. Yep. So there's a, I'm trying to, you know, like, Hey, I'm lazy. There's no doubt about it. I get lazy all the time. I'm like, you know, same. I live upstairs. I have oh, an upstairs apartment. Same. So, you know, I'm like, oh man. I got to climb got, those steps. Well, I'm like, <laughs> if I get upstairs sometimes and I went about groceries and I'm like, you know what? If it can't ruin and I didn't bring it up, and I forgot that shit. It's just going to stay down there. I'm shit so stayed glad in the car you just told me that because I've, th- th- I've never lived in an apartment ever. Yeah. But I've always thought about people who do, and that's always one of the first thoughts I have yeah. is if you don't live on the first floor, yeah. how are you getting all the groceries up? Like yeah. you're finding a way to get it in one trip yeah. because I'll be damned if I <laughs> yeah, go back downstairs. You, you can find some human some yeah, extra, I'm as lazy extra as human strength sometimes. But you know what's funny is I, if I get up there and I forget something, yeah. it doesn't have to be groceries or whatever. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I'm just like, man. That's just gonna have to stay down there. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll worry about that see, later. To me, that's lazy. You know oh, what man, I'm that, saying? And that's hitting and there me are, right and there, the There's lots of other examples of being lazy. Sure, you know? but um, you know, it's the it, we'll talk about some symptoms and stuff. But it's the uh, I knew I was uh, there are points in time where I had a problem. Whenever I was like, um, when was the last time I took a shower or brushed my teeth mm. or mm. really moved? Like you know, really moved between the bed and the couch. You mm. know. And uh, for a person like me, that's very outgoing, very sure. personable, want to be around people. Yep. And you start to realize there's something going on that's 
not laziness. So you know, and I like my first bout of depression, and I've 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 battled it mm-hmm. a little bit in my. I want to talk about that too, battling. But go yeah. ahead, I'll bring that up. Um, when I was uh, eighteen years old. I don't, I don't know if you remember this or not. I'll probably ring a bell and you'll say, oh, yeah, I kind of forgot about that. You know, I had cancer my yeah. senior year. Oh, I do and the reason that. I say that Ty would remember, those of y'all that don't know Ty, Ty has done a little bit of everything. <laughs> um, but he, the way that I initially met Ty is that he was a teacher of mine back in high school, um, teaching a media arts class. Um, it just so happens that uh, a mutual best friend of ours, Mr. Mark Youngblood, has yeah. kind of brought you and I back together, and it's been amazing to kind of see this friendship grow over the last no couple doubt. months. But, um, you know, I was battling cancer, mm-hmm. and I was dealing with that, and then I graduate, and some other things had happened, and then and like life caught up to me. Um, the drugs happened, and mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I was taking pain pills because I was in a lot of pain from having some major surgeries, and then I realized. I don't think I'm really in pain, but it really feels good to take that okay. pill. <laughs> and I went down a, a huge road with 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 that kind of uh, battle there. But that's scary, man. That's scary uh, stuff. Oh, it's horrible. And that's uh, I'm going to go over that in detail at some point in this podcast. But I, uh, I I'll never forget realizing I was depressed and I couldn't figure out why. I was 18 years old. Yes, I was going through that, but I was yeah. other than that healthy. I just had beat cancer. I didn't do chemo. I didn't do radiation. Good family, yeah. good friends, everything like on paper is going well, but I couldn't get out of bed. I was like trying to sleep until five or six every afternoon. And I finally remember when I realized something was wrong, me and my twin brother both delivered pizzas at a local pizza hut chain and I couldn't go to work that evening and it was too late for me to call in. And my mom looked at me and knew something was wrong. She said, Gentry, I need you to go pick up later shift, please. Please. And Gentry like, oh, okay, and gets dressed and picks up a shift for me. And it was at that moment I realized I was no longer just tired. It wasn't medication related or anything. I was depressed. I went and talked to a, I don't know, psychiatrist, therapist, counselor, whatever. It was someone that I needed to talk to. Let me tell you a problem I had with that. And I'm... I don't want to veer too far away from what you had planned to talk about, but I went and talked to this guy because I needed to be on some medication, right? Yeah. A physician who was also a friend of mine. I say that a a friend of mine's father said, you need to be on some medication. You have a chemical imbalance and we need to get you right before Mm -hmm. you keep digging yourself deeper. Right. Mm -hmm. But you also need to talk to somebody. I don't want to just prescribe you a pill and then move on and never talk to you again. I respect that doctor. More often than not, I see it all the time. I'm going to prescribe you a a medication that's meant for for mental health, and I won't see you again. That blows my mind. That blows yeah. my mind. How yeah. are you not following up closely with these patients? Because some of these medications can be pretty scary. Yeah, they right? are. They can. And I, well, I've been on most of them at yeah. some point. And they can and, be scary if you start yeah. reading side effects and black sure. box warnings. But I yeah. go and talk to this guy, and I'm sitting on a couch, and this dude, I could tell you, was probably a day away from retirement. Yeah. And I'm 18 years old. <laughs> Okay. He was not the guy to talk to me. Yeah. And he just had like the weirdest questions. Tell me your first memory you have yeah. as a human being. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know where this is at, man. And yeah. then I don't even know if I said much. And then he's like, all right, cool. Here's your Zoloft. I'm like, there's like, something's not right in the so, system, yeah. man. Yeah. And that was like my first real thing. And I got on some Zoloft and I, 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 I got myself better. I got into a better place. I got off it. Yeah. Got on it again when I was about 24, 25. I was in a ma- probably the most depressed I've ever been in my life. And yeah. it was not pretty. Yeah. 
And then it happened again to me probably three or four years ago. I've got three kids, yep. beautiful wife, yep. great job. Um, everything was going for me if you look at me, right? There's yeah. no reason I have any reason to be depressed, which is, I think, something that you talk about that people need yeah. to know. Yeah. It is a chemical imbalance. It doesn't mean that something tra- tragic has happened to you, right? A lot of times it, it is because of that that triggers this. There's no denying that if something tragic happens, you could be in a depression. But everything was going for me on paper. I was running on the treadmill. This is how long ago it was, back when I used to think working out was cool, right? <laughs> And the song by X Ambassadors, Unsteady. Uh-huh. Do you know that song? I don't think so. Uh, I heard it, I probably it's did, but... phenomenal. And I listened to it and I stopped and I sent it to my wife and I said, if I could tell you what I'm feeling right now under words and what I need, it's this song. And at that moment, the next day I went back and I started talking to a lady and I followed up more with her. I was taking some medication, but I was following up with her like once a week. Yeah. I was like, holy cow, I feel so much better from speaking rather yep. than just shoving pills down my throat and not talking to anybody. Yeah. Um, the whole reason I bring that up is is uh, this is so important to me from just a general medical standpoint, but from a personal standpoint mm-hmm. is just because you're struggling doesn't mean that like, oh, what the fuck does he have to be upset about? Man. I had nothing to be upset about, but I was so deep and just bummed and it's sad. So- I didn't want to get the couch and... Not smiling. And... Yeah, that's so relatable, man, because it's a lot like, you know, how, you know, I, I it's funny, I, I, I battled it a little bit uh, whenever I taught school, whenever, so I, I, I mean, but I don't think it was anything to the fact of I was, um, I mean, I just, there was some times that I needed to take some days off. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. uh, and luckily enough, I worked with some people and good people that, that could understand sure and, at least but i didn't even think i understood what was happening really but you just uh, knew something wasn't feeling yeah right. yeah yeah. but then as i got switched jobs and man i had a house great job make a great money yeah you know social life is great sure I, there's nothing and it just happened basically in a week's time that i i, I pulled out i pulled out of life I stopped. About how long ago was this when you started recognizing there was something going on? Uh, roughly? I would say this is like 2010. Okay. So I've been, yeah, this has been something I'm going through, through, through for about 10 years. Okay. Or more. Um, you know, because I think so. I think I dealt with it before. You didn't quite but recognize didn't it, but it wasn't as yeah, bad yeah. as it. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but this was a problem, and everybody around me could see it. I wasn't returning phone calls, I wasn't mm. returning texts, I wasn't going to work. I just stopped going to work. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't call in to work. And I, you know, and, uh, and, and I end up all these things spiral and it goes out of, you know, and friends are like, dude, he's, he's an asshole now. He's Mm -hmm. not talking about it. He's like, absolutely. some people, not all your friends. I mean, some of my friends were genuinely worried, but yeah, you know, but they don't know. They didn't know to check on me like that either. They didn't know something was that wrong. Right. But man, I remember, um, you know, I think it was. I don't know. I stopped counting it around 25 or 26, 27 days that, uh, I really hadn't moved. And when I say I'd moved, I, you know, I said, I've gone from the bed to the couch, to the front door yeah. to get the pizza, some pizza that was ordered it, it, to yeah. you. Yeah. Or I ordered it. Yeah. Right. Uh, there was no showering. Mm-hmm. There was no brushing of my teeth. Mm-hmm. There was no, complete I mean, I was lack complete, of self care. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 it's hard to, Man, it's hard to even think about when you go back to it. And, yeah. You know, it's it's emotional. But, man, I mean, it's, these are the things that I was struggling with. And then all of a sudden, you know, I, I lose my house. Mm. I mean, and 
I mean, I'm so lucky to have a family. Absolutely. So people that I can't even imagine if you don't have anybody that cares about you. And these are people that need the help too. Man. They, well, they, you they see, they need it worse than anybody. But anybody you know, that's ever I mean, spent even yeah. a weekend in Vegas and all those people that they're so annoyed with that are laying on the side of the strip and yeah. asking you for money. Yeah. You know what I see? And yeah. I'm not saying this for this podcast. Yeah. I see heartbreak. Like yeah, it kills too. me to see those people because yeah. that is someone who I and almost all of them are struggling. You can yeah. tell. Like, I think a lot sure. of them are like schizophrenic and multiple personality. And you can really, when you know yeah. what to look for, yeah. this isn't a crackhead. I mean, it may be, but I don't think a lot of them are. Um, a lot of them are people who, who, who have been dealing with this for however long who don't have family or they do have family and they don't give a shit about them and they've got nowhere else to turn other than to sit there and beg people right. and it's heart shattering. I don't, I don't yeah. see them as annoying and as I, I used to. I don't know. I don't know what, but I know this to speak on that is I, I know, I know this, that yeah. not every one of those people is, a. Uh, a product of bad decisions. I God, man, that. Oh. So you know, I just look at them and I go, man, they've probably been, they probably just dealt with something that, and and struggled with something that's medically wrong with them. Yep. And it and it's hard to get the correct and right help and and they, and, and it's and with them, I think, like I said, I'm just just my personal opinions, but man, there's so many ways to uh, treat a, a mental. A mental health issue. Sure. And sure. Sport, let me back up on semantics right now. I'm not a politically correct guy. And I don't. I'm not offended easily. Or, but I think words are important. Uh, used to correct words when in, we're talking in this area of mental health. Um, a mental illness is so negative, and uh, mental health I think is what was I what I try to say. Yes. I still will catch myself saying it's a mental illness or something like that. But yeah. But you know when you see when you th- to me. When I think of mental illness, I think that that's, oh, that's somebody that just shot up a, uh, you know, a mass shooting or yep, something. absolutely. Well, you know what? Shit, man. I have a mental illness. Mm-hmm. But I'm, mm-hmm. 99% of the people that have mental illnesses aren't doing that. Right. But. Exactly. You know, that's what you. It's in a, it's a catchy word. That's yeah. a, I've never thought about it like that, that yeah. illness is considered a negative thing. Yeah, because if is. I have an illness, it's sad. Yeah. But when but, you hear the word health, you're yeah, thinking positive. I'm eating yeah. healthy. I'm couple, acting healthy. A couple of other words wow. I like to, uh, you know, and I've heard people speak on this that are uh, that are respected or thought leaders in, in this area that, um, you know, when you commit suicide, that's the most common phrase, you know. And, yep. and I even say it still, it's hard for me to get out of the, but I challenge people to not say because to me, and when I've heard people speak about this is that, even the word commit is makes that sound positive in a way and you need to make it real. So it's, you know, they, I think the top mental health leaders in, in the world, Uh they would something you say they died by suicide because when that makes it hit home and real that they died by suicide and that's how you need to say it. So instead of saying, you know, a person committed suicide, you say that person died by suicide, suicide. and, I, and the, those may be things that help. I don't know if they help or not. But I'm going to tell you, you right what? now. I've it, never heard the health versus illness or the died versus commit until yeah. you just now said that. Yeah. And I literally just told myself, and I may say that a lot is Jesus Christ. Like it, yeah. those two terms. Yeah, it can make you think huge difference. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like I said, I'm not some politically correct guy out there. I, I don't. But I think when you're dealing with something this serious, if anything that you can do to help it, that help move this along, yeah, is better. And also something that. I personally say I've never heard anybody speak on this, so I'll have to claim it as <laughs> my own. I'll trademark it. Um, this is a this is a this is a win loser tie moment. 
um, is when people uh, or myself, when I caught myself talking about being depressed or being, um, you know, and there's, there's, okay, suffering versus battling is what okay. I'm trying to talk about. Okay. You hear so many people, and it's true when they say, well, I suffer from depression mm -hmm. or I suffer from anxiety. Mm -hmm. and, and that's true. And that was true for me. Yeah. But there's a point in time where for hopefully most people that you battle, you start going from battling to suffering. Doesn't mean you're not suffering. Agreed. But I always just like to tell people, man, yeah, I battle depression. I battle you, bipolar disorder. I battle it. because On a daily basis? Yeah, no, not, not anymore. Okay. Um, but it, I still about. But... You know, I've done enough, <laughs> enough, I've gone through enough to where I, now I can recognize mm -hmm. if I'm going to go down a bad road. You know what to I, catch ahead yeah, of time. and start to think and, and uh, know that this isn't healthy. This might be, um, you know, my mind's not right. Yeah. And I can, instead of just not doing anything about it and going down a bad road, you know, to me, that's battling. When you oh, recognize okay. these decisions and you recognize, not, they're not decisions, but you recognize these feelings and you start battling it. And I think the biggest thing anybody can do, so anybody out there, anybody that hears this podcast, and Pay I mean anybody, yeah, the biggest thing, and it's the hardest thing, is if you're feeling down and you feel like you're having a problem, yeah, you got to tell somebody. Yes. And I don't care who it is. Yes. It could be a friend. It could be a teacher. It could be a parent. It could be somebody just... It will do wonders for you and yourself to admit to somebody that, that something's wrong. Well, you're no longer feeling like you're having to keep it a secret, right. like something's wrong with that. Now and, it's been yeah. released out into the world. Yeah. And, and and at the same time, if somebody tells you that, mm -hmm. even though we are West Texas boys and we are grown up and good old boys and, you yeah. know, it ever, you handle uh -huh. your business. And I, and I like that attitude. That's a, you know, you be tough, mm -hmm. you be tough. But if you hear somebody say that, I mean, Take it serious. Please, for the love of all things, don't tell them that you got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Yep. You got to, uh, uh, you know, you'll get through this. Every, you know, you you, you just got to be tough. Yep. Go, go exercise. Yeah. Go, man, if I heard how many times people told me I needed to go exercise, I was yep. like, man, I can't move from hardly from my bed Trust to me, my if, if I could exercise, going, yeah, great. if it was that easy, yeah. I'd be running three miles right, right exactly. now. Now, somebody tells me nowadays, and yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, I need <laughs> yeah. to exercise. But, but that, that, no, I, that, that goes back to the lazy comment yeah, yeah, from exactly. earlier. Exactly. That's, that's different. But, you know, I, and don't dismiss it. And I'm not saying go tattletale on them and say, recall the hot. Unless they are having ideations, they're talking about hurting themselves. Mm hmm. Um, Man, just be there for them. Check on them. Yep. And and if they say, man, I need to be alone for a little while or do that, but still check on them. Yeah, you especially know? if they're saying I need to be alone for a right. little while. Whatever it may be, whatever they might need. Mm -hmm. but hey, go for, let's say, you want to go for a walk? Whatever. The worst thing you can say is, hey, man, I've, it's happened to me. I've done it. You know, I know everybody, what you're going Everybody through. gets sad. Everybody gets down. Sure. That's true to a certain extent. But, no, that's true 100%, but, but, but not everyone gets in that they, hole. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you never know. And, so I like and that, I, and, I, and I think I really hope people I take say, that. You know, I'm, um, I'm battling it. I like to just say that to me. So those are just some things, you know. And I don't get offended by having bipolar disorder, and I, you know, and I don't. I'm more of a manic depressive, mm -hmm. and I really don't know what's the difference. But um, I've been diagnosed 
a lot of a lot the of difference things, is but, but how but, long yeah. the manic stage yeah. lasts and how long and, and the depressive really stage. A lot of people can take episodes. short peaks and valleys. Yeah. And I've had, opposed I've to, had one major manic episode, and yeah. I really don't want to t- you know, get into yeah, sure, sure, absolutely. I'll tell about that some other day. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, whenever, uh, when, I, man, I just I sound like some snowflake liberal left guy when I say like, you know, don't say commit suicide and don't say uh, uh, mental illness, and I'm and I'm, but I don't want people to. I just want to try to move the ball forward. It needs to. And it needs to hit home it, because whatever we're easy, doing, right? That's something that's so easy. Yeah, and what, whatever so, we're doing as a society yeah. now, whatever yeah. we're saying now, I'm telling you right now, as you know, is not working. Not working. We yeah. need to do yeah. something different. Those are two words that I've never thought about. That yeah. when you just said, then they hit home. If people are really listening and taking account to what we're talking about, then yeah. they're going to start thinking the same thing. Yeah. And it makes perfect sense. Yeah. And like we said, something's not working. Yeah. Right. Well, one hundred. And I'll never understand this. And that's one of the first notes I made is is there's such a negative connotation to it. And I'll, it'll never make sense to me why. Like I just did a really good mental health class in school with a phenomenal, and I cannot express that enough, teacher. Yeah. Um, he worked on the mental health unit for 20 plus years. Like he knows what to expect and he's seen it all and he's quirky himself. I need a quirky guy teaching me about yeah. mental health in there, class, there was, right? There, yeah. Yeah, and, 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 and he taught me so much, and then just doing the research and learning all this stuff, it's like, holy cow, like, yeah. you see people in a different light when you really pay attention to right. it. You and know I, what's yeah. one thing I can't stand? What's that? When people use the word crazy to talk about somebody else. Yeah. How do you feel about that? You talk um, about using words? Yeah. Like, dude, when you and everybody came over last Friday night, that I was crazy. That was a bunch, <laughs> right? That's an acceptable term. But when someone yeah. looks at someone and says, this dude's crazy, yeah. it makes my skin crawl. Because I don't yeah. think he's, he's probably not crazy. Yeah. He's probably yeah. normal who's yeah. struggling. It's funny you say that because, you know, that one doesn't bother me as much because, uh, you know, I think we're all a little crazy. Mm-hmm. And just that still is another line from that, from my buddy Eric that, yeah, yep. you know, he has a hashtag that says we're all a little crazy. I know. I can agree more. <laughs> but no, no, no. And I think that's, but you're right. If you have a mental if you have a mental issue or you're, 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 are, um, you're depressed, you have depression or you have bipolar disorder or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. You're not crazy. No. Don't, don't put somebody, I don't want that person in that bucket. I mean, what they are is they're sick mm. and they're just having a health issue. It's not, to me, it's not looking at anybody different than having a, a torn ACL mm-hmm. or, uh, a massive or, or, yeah. or, or, or however you want to say it. You yeah. know, a, if you have high blood pressure, mm-hmm. it's just, man, your brain and you're talking about teachers. Not everybody wants to get in the minutia of the science behind it. I mean, if you hear about neurons and synapses and, and, uh, you know, dopamine and, mm-hmm. um, serotonin. serotonin and norepinephrine and all these things that, yeah, man, not the average, not everybody wants to know about that. So I would, I, would I think you the, could go far enough to say that very few people, people want to know, know what about that, that is. Yeah. They didn't want to hear about that. I mean, yeah. I didn't want to hear about yeah. that. I just need to know there's something wrong with me. I need something. exactly. Yeah, and I'm, you know, I'm trying to keep from, you know, shooting myself, right, or, or whatever it might sure. be, you know, and just, and that we're crazy, man. I, I've been in a, uh, I've been in, and I, I've been in a mental health uh, clinic. Mm-hmm. Uh, to what I'll call it, mm-hmm. um, because you know I was at that time deemed not safe. Sure. I was not safe either to me or to others, to others around yeah. me. And it was just to me. I would never, 
to me, I would never hurt anybody right. around me ever. That's never right. crossed my mind. But, and I'll go down this rabbit hole just a little bit. To that feeling, mm. whenever you are so down, mm-hmm. I it is the worst. It's having the worst day of your life over and over mm. and over and over again. Mm. And all of a sudden you start to see things just through a straw. Yep. If you can't see all the good things or anybody that loves you, everything you're looking through a straw hole and even smaller, like the little small the stir straw. Yeah. The ones you get to start your coffee. Yeah. At the, at the all sips, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like the tiniest one. Yep. And the only thing you can see is just barely anything. And that's all you can see. Right. And then, um, you know, I needed to go somewhere. Right. And these places aren't like what they look like on the movies. Not everybody's wearing gowns, and yeah. they go to the they go to the window for their their medicine. And yeah, somebody's and in the corner, the you know, banging his head on. The, yeah, yeah. And... Somebody's over in the corner banging his head on against the wall. Now, some of that shit happening. Yeah. And do they? Are you there against your will? Yes. You. But you know what? You it. You need to be there. Right. Exactly. And, and now, you know, I can. I've been uh, in therapy groups and all that stuff, and I'll talk about some treatments, but. I mean, there are some people that I, you, I look at and I go, shit, they're crazy. You know, I'm like, <laughs> dang, you know, I mean, that shit's crazy. I just, and, and, you know, and that's, that's like psych ward mental, right. you know, where you committed a crime and you're in a, you know, a facility like that. But man, I've been in those situations and where, you know, it's, it's a gut check for me. Yeah. Like I walk in, you know, and just to, it's more of a hospital setting. Well, yeah, not, it not, is. But, you know, yeah, you wake up. You go to group therapy. Mm-hmm. Then you have a little individual therapy. Mm-hmm. Then another voluntary group therapy if you want to go. Mm-hmm. Maybe you go outside. Activities. For, yeah, I mean, but you're, you know, you can't leave. Right, exactly. And, uh, oh, yeah. Then you come back, you know, and well, it's, there are some things that I look when I see a movie or something, that's true, but, and that the furniture's plastic. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you can't have cloth in there. Yep. You can't have things like that. that yep. There's not a ping pong or a, you know, pool table or anything like that because, Man, somebody could just break the pool cue and and start hurting themselves. With or you it. talk about cloth. I mean, that's the you know people are going to rip that off and hang right. themselves. Yeah, exactly. And and you know, not so far from that. Yeah. And you think about that that kind of stuff, especially mm-hmm. when you're in a dark hole like yep. I was in. Yep. And uh, I've been there a couple of times. But another thing is like, um, man, it just I needed to be there, and I it you do, I don't I didn't care how long it took. Yeah. And uh, but I had the money to do it. Well, the and cool thing the, is, too, is that you recognized like that. it. Yeah. And that's what I'm talking about. And that's battling it. You don't walk out of there and immediately you're healed. Mm-hmm. That's not, that's not, yep. that didn't happen for me. I don't know if that happens for anybody. I always tell people who I know, and usually it's more like people who have told me that their kids or something are struggling with drugs and like, yeah, but we just got him in the detox. He's going to be all right. I'm like, no, no, no. Getting clean yeah. is easy. Yeah. Anybody can stop drugs, right? I don't know. But, but I they mean, can, that, but very, yeah. it's very difficult. The, 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 the battle now starts us to stay clean. Yeah. You know, going to this place and feeling better because you're surrounded by people who are feeling the same and you have therapists and stuff that understand what you're going through and are making you feel like you're not abnormal mm-hmm. is easy. I say is easy, but you know, when you walk out that door and now you're back to the same house and to the same lifestyle and stuff, that's the hard part. I'm sure is to keep the head on straight. Yeah. And to, to maintain that daily. I mean, the goal is to get better by not being in a place, you know, being Mm -hmm. whatever you're, if you're in detox or whatever. Yeah. Sure. And, um, you know, so 
you know, just to, and then I was lucky enough, man, it was a, a crazy thing, but to talk about some, my end of my therapy, really, and I, I really, so I, and I really have, I've just skimmed over today talking with you about this. I could talk for hours, but mm -hmm. uh, about my story, mm -hmm. and I've not really dove into the, the you know, the real bad, yeah. you know, parts, and I've done a lot of talks, and I really try to do my talk, uh, characterize it, or cater it to whoever my audience is. If it's college kids, you know, I can do a college kid thing, but I really haven't gone in depth with you. But the last therapy, the, really the thing that helped me the, the most of anything, of all the medicines I've been on and uh, all the uh, natural, uh, you know, meditation. And yeah. All, and I don't care what it is, what yeah. anybody wants, whatever you can do to help, whatever helps you, that's the right thing. Yeah. I okay, think people so, would be surprised how yeah. much daily affirmations yeah. and meditating yeah. Yeah. and manifesting can do for the human and body. I, I really think that in being in therapy is one of the most important things you can do. But, yep. um, but my brother had heard about this program and it's called pathways and I'm not here to promote pathways or anything like that, but it costs money to go to. And I got that for Christmas mm. for my family one year and mm. I opened it up and went, well, this is bullshit. Yeah. Fuck y'all. I was like, what is this? Come on. Yep. Now what well, I'm feeling very, very good. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's going through a hard time and man, I went there to the pathways and it was the hardest thing. It, it's basically, it's therapy, but it's the most intense therapy with some people <laughs> that are going through not even necessarily the same thing you're going through, yeah. but I'm in there with a group of people that, uh, they might be, uh, battered women or they might be addicts or they might be just going through divorce mm -hmm. or had a, it doesn't matter to anybody if you have an issue with your mental life with your personal or your your life is not going the way you want it to go that i went to this i went to pathways and it was hard and you stay there overnight in that hotel and you're there with other people and you start to realize is it, it like a weekend convention type yeah, thing? kind of kind of thing but yeah. um but you know to graduate, man, you got to go back like five times. Yeah. And uh, it's hard. That's where I met Dr. Todd Johnson. Are you a graduate? Yeah. Okay, so that's, yeah. that I'm yeah. going to just, just for three seconds. It's a huge accomplishment, by the way. It really it's the hardest thing I've ever done. Ever? Ever. You've done mind. some tough shit. Yeah, it was the hardest thing I've ever done to complete that. Yeah. You talk about Todd Johnson. That's hilarious because <laughs> yeah. I meant to call him out when I was introducing you. I didn't have a chance. So I was just telling myself a minute ago, like, yeah. hey, i got to make sure I call him out at the end. Is I need my first Oklahoma listener, okay? Because I made it through oh, six states yeah. in the states, and I was thinking today is like I better be getting me the Oklahoma shout out. Like yeah. I've I've Facetime with this guy multiple times, yeah. shirtless, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he has no idea yeah. who I am, but he yeah. better be listening. It's one of the best people I've ever met in my life, man. Yeah. That I'm friends with, and I can but, tell you, he's but, a solid dude. Yeah, I don't he's know one the of guy. the best people ever, and I mean, you know, and. Like I said, you could be there for anything. It's just if you want to just say, hey, man, I need to get better or yeah. whatever in this part of my life. It's really general, but once you get there, mm. it's hard, man. And this is where I learned, man, okay, I have to take medicine. Yes. Yeah. And I need, and that, that's okay. To me, that's perfect. There's a chemical imbalance yeah, yeah, going on in your head. Yeah. In, my, in, my, in my brain. But I'm not a danger, man. I'm, I'm great. You know, I don't, mm. I want to say that because I don't want people to think like, oh my gosh, I had a girl tell me one time, uh, and I'm not kidding you, and it was not too long ago. She was like, I asked her out, and she said, Todd, I'd love to date you. I would. She was I think you're great, but I could never date somebody that's bipolar. I could never do that. Wow. And you know what? I, I feel to for me, you. I, understand. I, 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 know, I get it. I was like, you know what? If I was going to date a girl that's, that's yeah. been diagnosed, that's even come out and said that. Yeah. And I want to say this also. Oh, 
oh man, I'm going out to make tracks. Uh, welcome to my brain. Um, welcome to the having said that podcast. Yeah, yeah. So having said that podcast, yeah. Here's the therapies that work for me. Let me just say that. Um, yes, I had to be on medicine. Okay. Um, that's okay. I think medicine can only work so much. Therapy is important. It's so important to talk to somebody. And I don't even care what kind of thing. Do I see a therapist? You see a psychologist? You see whatever it might be. A counselor. A counselor. Friend, somebody, a preacher. Somebody, you need to have a, you need to have a, yeah, your preacher. You need to talk to somebody. Yep. Once a week, once a month, whatever it is that works for you. And I'm not even saying you got to be that. You don't have to be sick to the therapy. Yeah. I think therapy could work for a lot of people. Yep. But also, here's the other thing. Medi I had medication, therapy. I've done this. I went to Pathways, which, I, I mean, that's not, I don't, that's for people, you know, it's, if you can do that or you can't. But I learned to journal and mm. journaling is my way. It is my way. And Landry, my brain and my unorganization and my handwriting is so bad. Dude, I it doesn't. But my journaling is no rhyme or reason to it. Yeah, it's just to but get man, it out. But man, if right? I can get it out, and sometimes I'll just draw something, or I'll write a story. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of times I do traditional just journaling. Hey, what happened to this? This what is how today? I feel today. Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. feel this and, way. Maybe feel that way. Crap, sure. I'm not just journaling my phone. I'm not, yeah. But I brought with me today. You know, you can see. Is I brought, yeah. There's are, one, two, two three. Yeah. I'm counting seven. So yeah, these are just notebooks I have at my house, right? And I mean, that way I have something to write. I mean, and you can see these are you're just used. I just and I use them. And so there's no day by day to me. But a you're lot not of people like do day laying day. down in bed and like I've got to put my journal in. If you feel some sort of way, yeah. and I'm gonna like, can I ask you this? Sure. Is, when you journal, does it necessarily mean it was some negativity that you needed to get it out, or do you journal on on good days too? Both. Yeah, I, I do it all the time. I mean, how and, long have you been journaling? Uh, probably for. I want to say since 2014, something like that, 2015, you know, I would say for a good five, six years. And I learned that in, in you know, going to therapy pathways, that kind of mm -hmm. thing, that you mm -hmm. do a lot of that. But, you know, I've got so many notebooks I've just thrown away. I don't yeah. keep them. And I, and sometimes I'll read them, though. That's going to be my next yeah, question. Sometimes I'll, sometimes I'll go back and read it. I'm like, you know, whatever. If, yeah. if I know something I think is good and they've had a good idea, yeah. like I just, it's, I got to get some emotions out. Yeah. On paper, or I like that man. somehow, some way. I like that, and uh, I tried verbal journaling before, and that didn't work for me. That's just recording something in your phone, and it's like, mm, okay, I don't. I just for something to me like putting a pen to the paper. Yeah, and, I agree. You know, and I'm like, I agree. man, it's funny. Like, see, even my sweet mom, you know, she gives me a book to journal in. Like, that just comes from her. You know, it's, Mrs. King. It just says it's gonna be okay. It's a journal to research, and it, you know, and it just, I just. I just go through stuff, man. And I write stuff. Like and, you said, it's no rhyme or reason. I yeah, feel it. And I need to get right. it out. I've written a lot of stories. You know? Yeah. I'm like, Hey man, this is a cool story, but not three imaginary friends, you know? Mm -hmm. And which I, that could be part of the issue that I have three imaginary friends. I still have them, but <laughs> that could be part uh, you know, of I don't know if that finally makes me weird. Or whatever. There, I just think it? that's eccentric, you know, yeah, hey, absolutely. Joey, Sean and Scott Rivers. That's my boys. You know, that's, they all three have names. And, well, there's a, uh, there's been some very extensive <laughs> so, research that show that kids who have imaginary friends yeah. are proven to be on a whole nother level of intelligence well, than people who are not. I had I, two. I don't necessarily think I'm intelligent. I don't think that's, I think me, people but, who met you yeah. though would probably agree more on my side than you well, may not see yourself as intelligent guy, but I, I, I disagree with, I had, uh, they were, I don't know if they were twins, but they were siblings and I don't even know. I'd have oh, to ask my awesome. mom <laughs> if they were male or female, but it was, hear me out. Okay. Here's in their names. Torpica 
in poor pica. <laughs> Tor pica and poor pica, yeah. man. I miss those hey, guys. Those know, are probably the best two best friends I ever had. They yeah. never let me down. Now, if you said that you had a imaginary pink unicorn that's staring at me right now. Right in the face. That <laughs> would be is. a little. That might be a little issue. You know, that might be. A, but uh, hold, hold the pink unicorn oh, up. Yeah, let me look. It's been called out. Yeah, you, uh, David, Mark, everybody's yeah, got a chance. With poor Pika. <laughs> That's my poor Pika. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, but it, to me, I don't know. I, just, I don't know why I talked about my imaginary friends. But what a big shout out to Joey, uh, Scott, and Sean, and, and Some good Joey, guys. Sean, Joey, and Scott Rich. Sean's not that cool. Sean's not that cool, dude. He just hangs around. He just yeah, like Joey's my around. best friend, yeah. and uh, uh, Scott Rivers is just middle of the road. He's just there to hang out too. But he's cooler than Sean. I get okay, it. Okay, so, um, but man, just get back on track. I, I just and another stigma is that medicine will give you a, a side effect, and. and and I'll tell you right now, I've been a drug rep, okay? So I'm a little slanted to this. Side effects are so rare. So I I, I, if, I don't a, push drugs for a living, but I right. give meds for a living, right? right? Daily. If, yeah. If um, if a medicine had 80%, 80% of people took a medicine and it had a side effect, mm-hmm. it, it wouldn't get approved. Right. So the worst thing you can do is like read <laughs> And I too, I'm worse than it too. I'm like, if I read the side effect profile, yeah, just don't a, do it. I mean, that's pretty I, smart. I, I don't I, know, but I, no, 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 no. I actually, yeah. uh, I advise patients a lot of time with certain medications, a lot of, well, whatever. Um, when they're getting prescribed, I'll tell them that. I'm like, if you go and get on the internet right now, it's you're going to freak yourself yeah. out and you're not going to take this medication. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you don't take this medication right now, that stint that you just got placed with yeah. all that going on will clot off. Yeah. You will have a massive heart attack. Yeah. Your family exactly. will be planning your funeral. Yeah, no, that's... Or you can take this pill like every other one of our patients <laughs> yep. who I high-five at United because they remember me like, hey, man, hey, man been yeah. three years, haven't been back. Man, I bet you're uh, the, one of the best nurses. I, I mean... I like to think I am. You know what? I think on the same lines, like it's a linear line, uh, men in nursing probably fight some of the same stigmas that men with a mental health issue fight yeah yep. because i know that's two different types of things but it's not manly you know, you or, know or to be said so it's i not actually a, have you know, a it, theory as to why because i have been told countless times yeah. from male patients and female patients from older and younger patients have I, have, I can't tell you how many people have told me that they truly believe that male patient, or excuse me, male nurses make better nurses than female nurses overall, right? right. Like right. I can't say that I'm better than the female nurses I work with, yeah. but that they've had better experiences than a lot of male nurses. Um, I have a theory to that if you'd like to hear it. No, okay, I just want and, to say shout out to all my female nurses out there. Right <laughs> What's up? Remember uh, that when you need a bed bath, bro. Uh, okay, yeah, I'll just play. Yeah, but I hear your theory. This makes sense to me, right? I believe in the whole, if you're looking at the history of nursing ever since the late 1800s or early 1900s with Florence Nightingale. Anybody, shout out Florence. Who's like he was the, cute. She sure was. Okay, I'm just playing. Oh, it's a she. Yep. I'm just playing. Okay. So if, if, like, you think about, like, I think a lot of nurses and a lot of them that I work with, a lot of them I met in school and so on and so forth. I'm, why are you a nurse? Well, my mother was a nurse and my grandmother was a nurse and then my aunt's a nurse and my sister's getting into nursing school too. Like, it's a yeah. kind of passed down from generation and I want to follow in everybody's footsteps, right? Yeah. But in the whole general scheme of things, there hasn't been a whole lot of male nurses. There's a lot more of us now than there was 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago, right? Yeah. But I don't think a male grows up 
says, I want to be a nurse when I grow up. I just don't see that happening very often. But when you, so when you look at these male nurses, it's something has probably happened in our lives to where we have decided, you know, I want to give back, whether it's a sickness, whether you battled cancer like cancer, yeah. like I did, or yeah. maybe your mom or your dad, whatever, something happened in a lifetime. And you're like, you know what? I, I was treated well. I need to give that back. Yeah. That's the, one of the reasons I believe that from what I have heard from patients that male nurses, a lot of times have a little bit more compassion than female nurses. And so many people listening to me right now at work who are pissed off, please understand I'm just relating <laughs> yeah. words from, from patients. I don't yeah. necessarily believe that I work with some amazing people, but I do believe that to be true. It's like, this was a calling more than I felt like I needed to do this in order to, to kind of carry on the family crest and the family. Yeah. realm, Right. Yeah. But I just still think you're battling some, stereotypical things oh 100 yeah, percent. and you have to, to know, know like, i mean dude, i work I with like one yeah. or two males it's so stupid yeah. to me it's it stupid. is so stupid and, and so and you call I wanna, a nurse yeah, i'm a know, male nurse no you're not you're just a <laughs> nurse yeah. dude and i went to uh whenever i you know, one of the hardest things i, I did as, as uh after i was kind of coming back and battled it i went in my battle a little bit on on with my with my mental health and started winning was um going public with it Right. And I wanted to speak on it. You know, God gave me or I've been, you know, gifted with some talents and some of them are speaking in public or, you know, communicating with people. Okay. And so I was like, all right, I don't want to do this. But, you know, you have a heart. You try to draw a fine line about what is your identity. I'm not just a guy that had battle depression. No, and, you know what I'm saying? You're but, so far from but that. whenever, um, you know, when I went out and I put my Facebook on there and I'm doing talking and I'm doing all this stuff. And, and by the way, I, I apologize to some of the people that had me as when I first started to speak. I was terrible and I was absolutely terrible. And I started figuring out different things. Yeah. I had a conversation about like the yeah. first time you do something, how you're terrible. It yeah. actually just a couple hours before I got off of work and talked to you today. Yeah. I don't know if it really was terrible or if you have, yeah. you felt like you finally hit your, your, your stride. And so you feel like from judging back. Yeah. That it was terrible. Right. 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 Well, I don't know. I think it was pretty bad. But, uh, <laughs> okay. Fair, yeah, fair enough. That's fine. But it, it's okay. But, and I didn't quit, you know, and I still kept going with it. But um, but apologies to those people. But, you know, it is amazing, Landry. Amazing. How many people, either through text messages, email, mm -hmm. Facebook, mm -hmm. sent me messages. Whenever I had put out there that I'm doing this and I've battled in this and this that sent me messages and was like, man, thank you for, for, for speaking up. And I mean, men, women, you know, everybody. And, and you know, people that like, I can't, I don't, I, I'm so glad that a lot of people go through this. Thank you for speaking up. And these are people that would never speak well, up. And I'm not saying, got to. but I'm saying, dude, if you have an, it, it's, it's not, you don't need to come out and be public about it. Right. That's their choice. Yeah, exactly. But, if you're not comfortable, don't, but, don't talk about it. But I had somebody, well, I had a couple people tell me that, Hey, Never would have thought you would be you would be the kind of person that battles that. Can I? And I'm so. glad you say that because I meant to bring this up in the beginning, and okay. and, and you brought it up, and then we start talking about something else. Okay. Yeah. Well, welcome to my world. Yeah. That's yeah. Exactly. Thing. Welcome. Yeah, that's, that's welcome. Welcome to having said that. Having said that. <laughs> so, uh, you know, our mutual friend Mark yeah. was talking one day, and I don't remember even what brought up the conversation, but it was when I finally realized that. Uh, like, I just thought you and him knew each other because y'all played a little ball together. Yeah. Did not realize that y'all had been friends since little kids, like growing up right next to each other. I did. Yeah. I didn't. I never realized that till 
recently. Right. But even before that, I knew that y'all had played baseball together, right? Yeah. Um, and he, he told me, he said, hey, dude, because he knew that I knew you too. Yeah. Did you know that Ty um, is doing some, I guess you call it public speaking. Sure. For mental health awareness, just and I was like, uh, yeah. "Wait, what?" Because I felt like you do a great job, and this is a huge thing to me, and, and, and people should probably really listen to what I'm about to get at. Is on the outside, you have everything together, man. It's like you're so good. You're a people person, and like people are drawn to you, man. Just my kids a minute ago when they, and they met you twice now. Yeah. We're all about telling you about their yellow belts yeah. and, and the necklace that they're making for their sisters, you know? Yep. And then to know that you were struggling on the inside, battling on the inside. Yeah. And you, you did a good job of like people on the outside didn't know it. Right. Yeah. And I think that's so important to talk about because there's so many people out there that do the same thing that I think that feel like, well, if I don't let people know, then I'll be okay. I'm doing just fine. I don't need your help. I've got this under control. Yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. It's tough, man. Especially when you're, you know, I mean, I was on TV, you know, I was a sportscaster. Right. I've done stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. I was in a, I did some acting. What, I was on the radio. what you it, people a, don't know is this <laughs> guy was in a mother effing movie. He is a movie a, star. It's called a short film. Shout out to Adam Stone. Movie. He's Adam in Paul movie. Stone yeah. uh, Productions. But, you know, these are things that you would look at. I yeah. mean, and I really am for the long part of the majority. I, I am that guy, yeah. you know. But you know, you are 100. I'm not yeah, saying yeah, that that was I, a yeah, front yeah. you were putting on. No, that no. is who you are. Yeah. But on the inside, there was some internal stuff oh, going yeah. on, too. Well, and you it, did such a good yeah, job that's of when it starts to. It, it starts to, what I talked about earlier, when it starts to impact your daily life yep. and your ability to function yep and man you really people that if you you really got to get ahead of it and don't get to that point because man i'm really and to be flat out honest with you not to be scary or or down but um i really probably shouldn't be here mm-hmm. and that's uh that's mm-hmm. the flat out honest truth yep and man i sure am glad i here yeah, i am now you know and yep. and uh and it's a, but I can just, when people, whatever you start to get down or man, just, if you think something's going on, there's so many different, it can be situational, man. It could be some, somebody died in your life or, you know, there's even a diagnosis to have seasonal depression. Yeah. You know, yeah, that, a that's thing. a real thing. Yep. And that thing happens, you know, the holidays can get you down. Mm-hmm. If you're, if things, have, whatever it might be, man, just, you don't have to put it on Facebook. You don't have to do, but reach out to somebody try to get yourself better because well, the thing is that's the, I mean yeah. the, more, the people that get to that point mm-hmm. to where and, and I've always talked about looking through that straw hole yeah. also I like to describe it as man I even back when I was teaching or when I was a pharmaceutical rep it, to me everybody around me was breathing just fine and I was underwater yep and I'm like how the hell are you breathing that just just how are you so good right now? Did it piss you off that yeah. people and, uh, could and get through life like that? And I'm like, this is Ty King. I'm Ty King. I'm funny. I'm everybody loves me. I'm that kind of guy. You know, mm. what, why the hell am I feeling like this? I remember when I yeah. knew, so I knew that I had a drug problem. Mm-hmm. Not that I was just dabbling. Um, I was at work one day, waiting tables with these two guys that were buds that had just moved here from out of town and. There were there were uh, waiting tables with me, and these two dudes are the people you want to be around. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, just great guys. Hilarious. You know, the, the life of the party type guys. Yeah. And I remember looking at them in the back of the restaurant where we were all kind of hanging out. And I told myself, I'll never forget this moment until the day I die is how in the hell are these two guys so happy when they're sober? Because the yeah. only way I'm like that is whenever I'm doing things I probably shouldn't be doing. <laughs> and it's kind of like the same thing that you say is it, it, like, it bothered me. I was like, I, I don't understand how these guys can be happy without this poison in their system. Right. Yeah. And you look at people who are getting along and life and Tweedledee and, 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 and you know what you're feeling on the inside is like, fuck you. Like, well, how can you possibly be so good right now and doing so well? Yeah. But the, here's the flip side to that is when you're seeing those people and you're like, you're kind of like in a weird way, like you, you, you're pissed off at them for feeling so good about themselves when you're not. Yeah. Makes you wonder how many of those people were, were looking at you and be like, man, F Ty King, like he's got it going on. He's happy. He's yeah. feeling good. And I'm over here struggling and yeah. he has no idea. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's crazy. I mean, that's, you know, to say that word, that's, that's, that is crazy to yep. me. And it really uh, is, man. You know, so it's there. there there's somebody man. that's a pretty close to me that 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 I see quite a bit, um, who I knew had struggled with a lot of the stuff you do, and yeah. and fairly recently it got very bad. Yeah. Um, tried reaching out, tried to get people that were closer to him than I am to reach out, yeah. and and I I could see it spiraling. Yeah. Um way ahead of the time that it got really bad i could just sense and if you really know somebody god man you like you say you gotta pay attention to these signs it's like yeah like this guy could have come up to me and said hey man i'm struggling this this and that okay but how many people are really gonna do that yeah but i knew he was like really not doing good because i paid attention to him and and i knew him this isn't even one of my like best friends but i knew something was wrong and sure enough it was and like he's finally got his his regimen and he's oh my god i saw him the other day and i never want to cry so hard in my life because he came up and just like he was a genuine smile man and he gave me a hug and he's just such a like a touchy-feely type friend and he's high-fiving and we're hugging and i was like oh my god and he said landry i feel so good right now and it wasn't like hey landry i'm trying to convince you i feel good so you'll leave me the hell alone yeah. it was like you can see it you can see it they're light oh in their eyes God, dude, life in their like, face. Yeah. Oh, like i can't describe yeah. you how good it made me yeah. feel i went home and told my wife I was like, yeah. Yeah. we're here but I, I i noticed it and i kept trying and like whatever you know he wasn't having it and that's fine like we're not as cl- super good friends but like you gotta notice those signs yeah. you said that at the beginning is Man. You gotta know what to look for. It's one thing to see it within yourself, but everybody out here listening, like if you're not sitting here having these problems, you gotta know like when someone is the way they are, and some people may be as outgoing as you and I are. Yeah. Um, some people may not be. Yeah. Some some people are a little bit more introverted, but right? It's pretty I've always discriminate. Yeah. I've always described it as like there's two types of people in this world, right? There's people who want to be the star of the movie and people who are content watching the movie. Mm-hmm. Right. I've it depends on like you know what kind of mood I'm in, but my overall personality, I want to be in that movie. Sure. I don't even both, really right? want to be a cameo yeah. man. Like I want to be that lead role, yeah. maybe a supporting actor, but that's about as low as I want to get, right? <laughs> yeah. But some people are content just paying that ten dollar movie stuff, getting their popcorn and yeah. their soda, and just watching the movie happen. Sure. But even those people who are naturally quiet, naturally kind of the more introverted people, which is fine, mm-hmm. you can still see the change in them if you're really paying attention, right? Yeah. And you've got to help them. Yeah. 
and that's so Man, important. It, it reminded me of a, of a time, dude. Oh, and I hope he doesn't mind me mentioning his name, but heck, I don't even know if he listens to podcasts. But I was out with my buddies mm-hmm. at a local bar drinking beers. And I love to do that. I love having to a time, my man. Have a good time and yep. have a few drinks. I love sure. that. That's one of my favorite things to do. Cut loose and just have a good time. And Goof have off a few with laughs the buzz, and man. It's so yeah, good. And, so and good chop it up with guys. But I'll never forget, man, I was in the throes. I was in the throes of some hard stuff going okay. on. And it had been going on for a little while. And my friend Dusty and Lowe, I'll never forget Jeremy. My one of my best friends in the world is Jeremy Inlow. It's his older brother. I don't remember but, Dusty, but yeah, Jeremy Inlow, man, what a solid dude! They're I solid love dude. Yeah, they're Jeremy both solid dudes. Yeah, and their, and their dad is a solid dude. But uh, uh, Dusty, one time, he's leaving. We're leaving uh, the 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 place we were at, and he looked at me just without no rhyme or no reason. He just looked at me and said, "I'm ready for the old Ty King to come back." Oh, whenever he's, you just let me know. Yeah. And dude, I didn't think I was being any different, but dude, it hit me like a, a, a sledgehammer because that I knew for a fact, smacked you in the face. Yeah. Cause I knew for a fact that I wasn't my, you know, I knew a fact I was feeling like shit. And, and he even said it to me again, but another time. And he was like, Hey, you just, whenever I want the old Ty King back. And dude, I wasn't, man. You could ask everybody at the table. I was still cutting up, cracking jokes, but there was and something probably he saw the, that was the other man. people sitting there you know, may have not even yeah. noticed what and Dusty you know what's funny, is. That I bet Dusty doesn't even know that that's yeah. that was important. He made a huge impact, yeah. and it was little things like um, things that were so important to me that I got so down, and uh, I was out of a job. I was living at home. Mm. My, my mom and dad. I mean, th- wow, things were bad. Wow. Yeah, things were th- things were yeah. bad, yeah. real bad. Yeah, and um, I'm the I take pride in being an awesome uncle. I take pride in it, and I'm almost that. too proud of it sometimes. Yeah. Nah. Sometimes my nieces and nephews are like, okay, Uncle Ty. But, we get it, uh, Uncle Ty. But, uh, uh, and I've, it's funny, man. I've had some of the coaches from Trinity ask me to come speak to their team. I even had the Monterey coach uh, ask me to come speak to their team because I felt so bad, so shitty. But mm-hmm. my mom made me go to my nephew Zyler's first basketball game at Trinity. Mm-hmm. He was in high school mm-hmm. at Lubbock Trinity. And, uh, and my niece was also playing at the same time with mm-hmm. girls. And they played on a Tuesday night. And Landry, I, I felt so bad. I, I really did. But when I got there, that 60 minutes or whatever, those two games, it changed me. And when I got home, everything was still shitty. Yep. Everything was still bad. Yep. I still felt terrible. But you know what? I couldn't wait for Friday. To watch them go again? Yes. And so... That it was something like that, and you know what's funny? All those kids that play it wasn't just my nieces and nephews. They have no idea the impact that they're they, having on me. They, I mean, they, they changed your life, man. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And it's, I'm like, man, when you feel like not playing, you feel like give, you're not giving your all. Mm-hmm. I mean, part of it was the way they played. Mm-hmm. They went up, they they hustled, they pressed, they they moved the ball so fast, and it gave me life a little bit. And I, it's and, almost like and I just, a, man, it was funny, man, because I would live for the Tuesdays yeah, and the Fridays. Yeah, the two, all the days in between were shitty. Yeah, but Landry, I had Tuesday and I had Friday. Yeah, before that, every day was. Yeah, I, I didn't want the next day to come. That's I didn't want always, to wake up. It's the, it's you know, the it was, small, yeah. the small battles that you win. Yeah. I think it, that's it, that's it kind be, of the same. Yes, yeah, it is. It's and that that small of it. I mean, I was just like, oh my gosh, and it really. Mm. Man, it was a big. That was also a big transformation for me. I know I keep rambling, and we're probably no, 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 we're but, not uh, no, no, no. But man, that was huge for me, and I appreciate my. You know, I'll, I when I do some of my talks, sometimes I'll talk about how mm-hmm. my nieces and nephews 
this before they even knew, but yeah. they saved my life, yep. and they didn't even know it. Yep. I and think those are the just, things we huge. learned the most from. That may be is... why I'm, 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 I'm so proud of them. Yep. All six of them. Yeah. And, but they saved, they really did save my life. Right. And they didn't even know they were doing that at the time, but they They're were just, just doing it by, life, man. and those teams were doing that by playing the way they did and being successful and being appreciative. They would like, the, the, the girls on the team would say, hey, thanks for coming, Uncle Ty. I'll call me Uncle Ty. The mm. guys on the team, Uncle yeah. Ty, thanks for coming. And I was just like, man. I cannot wait for the next game. Well, it's like, you know, you think about, you say, because like something of just about getting together and watching these young men and these young women get up there and play. But what were these young men and women doing? They were getting out there, yeah. facing adversity, which yeah. means maybe this team was better than them. They're taller than them. They can shoot better, whatever. Yeah. They're facing adversity head on, knowing that there's a good chance that they could lose, but yeah. there's just as good of a chance that they could win. Right. Right. Yeah. It, it's all about a matter of perspective when you're playing sports is, are we going to go out here and lose? Or are we going to go out here and win? Out here and win? Can we yeah. get them this one time? And they're battling and maybe even down, but they're still trying to the last minute that buzzer beats. Yeah. Which is exactly what you're doing. Yeah, that's no doubt. And you don't know if you ever even looked at yeah. it from that direction. It's really like that's you know, really pretty. I don't know if that's metaphorical or it's what metaphor- do you want to call yeah. it, or or but it's whatever the literary term mm-hmm. is for that. That that is that. You're right. Yeah, it is. And I don't know if I've ever really looked at it like that. Absolutely. I didn't really put myself in that mm-hmm. situation to say, yeah, you, I'm. They're battling. I'm battling. Yeah. No, I just neither man, one of us are giving all up. All I needed was, man, I needed something to look forward to. Yeah. And you know, if you really dig deep into that, probably means something. And yeah. by the way, can I want to bring up something about nurses again? Because I meant to bring this up yeah. earlier. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to light it up a little bit so you can see the smile on my face. I had a heart surgery when I was 15. Okay. Didn't and, know that. Uh, yeah. Heart surgery when I was 15. And I mean, golly, I've had some therapists ter- draw it all the way, my my problems, some of my problems back to that. But mm. I couldn't play football anymore. I mean, and that was that's a whole other thing. But you want to know how important nurses are? I was 15. I would love I to know. Surgery. Coarctation of the aorta. I was about uh, to ask what what we did. Yeah, coarctation of the aorta. And uh, I, I, mean, I have a scar still from the middle of my chest all the way to the, on my, on the middle of my back. You know, they broke five or six ribs, deflated my lung. Damn. And they took a little part of my aorta out, put it back. Whatever. That's beside the point. Oh, no way. That's badass. <laughs> you know, I'm 15 years old. I'm, yeah. in, I'm in the hospital, you know. Uh-huh. I'll tell you what was, was a side note is pretty funny is uh, – the day before they did the, uh, uh, what do you call it? You should have died in the, the uh, angiogram. angiogram. Yeah. And I mean, you know, 15, but yeah. I, mean, I just got a little fuzz down there. I mean, I just now started to grow to start to feel like a man and they <laughs> shaved that shit right <laughs> off. And gone. I was like, dude, bald. come on, man. You know, yeah. back, this is back when, you know, you didn't, you didn't groom man. Man, manscaping wasn't, wasn't a, a big thing yeah, for so, sure. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. It's uh, kind of there, yeah, though. Yeah, but but it, so after the surgery, I had a catheter. In, yeah, uh, after the surgery. Yeah, and uh, I'm laying in bed. I'm in my room, and it was time to remove it. And I didn't know. I was still kind of out of it. I mean, you know, on drugs, I was still alert. Yeah, alert enough to know. Yeah, that this bitch of a nurse. Yeah, her name was Utana of all things. <laughs> I love how this many years later you know who her name is. Oh my God, Utana. <laughs> she walked in and she was kind of an old bolder bigger lady yeah, yeah. and not very her bedside manner wasn't good she's probably a great nurse I don't yeah, know sure. but she walked in I didn't know what she was going to do but my mom 
and my dad in that room and my brother. They, they all knew doing. what she was yeah, going to do. Absolutely. So they just got up and slowly moved out of the room. Dude. And I looked at her and I was like, hey, she goes, okay. She lift, flew up in my robe and she pulled that thing out. And I'm going to tell you right now, that was the, that was the, that was the devil's hornet that just <laughs> did its work on me. And I was like, my God, what the hell is going on? I don't uh, even know if I th- knew I had it in. Uh, yeah. So that ought to tell you, Ben. I say, so. Yep. I want to. Man, nurses are important, dude. That, that, that man, scarred me that. for a long time. You taught that. That's please, so God, funny, God bless her, whatever she's doing now. But when I, I mean, was, and uh, and also, second nursing story that I want to tell you. Listen, I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but I love them. My mom broke her arm about two years ago. Yeah, something like that. Broke her arm. Sweet. I mean, uh, I just felt so bad for her. Of course, she's in an emergency room, and I won't tell you which hospital because in case you might know this. Yeah, first I, don't, I never even got this nurse's name. She walks in to take care of my mom and it is the smoking most smoking hot girl I've ever seen in my entire life yeah I'm like my jaw hits the floor I'm like I no longer care about what's going on with my mom of course it, not and, and I'm like not even like that I'm I, I'm sympathetic yeah. and, you know compassionate and I'm like oh my god she is yeah. gorgeous she's yeah. absolutely gorgeous so then I'm like mom ring that bell you know see let's let's get her back in here let's yeah. see what's going on are yeah. you feeling okay do you need something do you probably <laughs> you look like you need back. ice chips yeah mother. exactly so <laughs> so funny that's what she said she goes I would just like to get some something to drink some ice or something I was like okay I got it I'll go find her oh my god dude I walked out of the hallway she's standing over there by herself at the yeah. computer by herself and I was like perfect here it is and I walked up Landry, this beautiful, beautiful woman had just ripped the nastiest fart no! you had ever no! heard, and it smelled terrible. <laughs> As I walked up Dude, this story to God's creature, the, the most beautiful person in the world, and I just went. I mean, my face was like stone. Oh she goes, and her face too. We were both like, oh, shit. Yeah. And I was like, you just ruined it. She just ruined everything for me. And I couldn't get over it. This girl's on a podcast right now somewhere here in Lubbock, Texas. And she's <laughs> telling the story. And like, this guy, oh, like, God. when he walked out of the room, the light shone. <laughs> and the angel started singing. And just this great looking handsome man and, and he's sudden, coming yeah. to talk to me and i just ripped ass <laughs> whatever like, happened to that oh, guy no exactly man and With it the was sweet mom and the broken God, it was rotten eggs and blueberry sauce that's what it smelled, <laughs> so whatever that it was just terrible hot dogs. Man. girls part smell like hot dogs and i felt bad for her but yeah. then i was like man i don't i mean god it's i can't it's what am i supposed to do yeah it's, so yeah. so so nurses have an impact on people's lives <laughs> <laughs> nurses have had an impact on my life landry <laughs> Man, so I had surgery when I was 17, battling the cancer, right? And it was it's funny, is the same thing, okay? Yeah. Um, I did not have a catheter. I just knew that I had been on anesthesia. I wake up. I was on a morphine pump for three days. Like, it was a very big surgery, right? Yeah. But I do know that I can't be. I have a shy bladder. Uh, my my twin brother, bless his soul, battles. Wait, the, you have a twin brother? No, I'm just what's up, G? <laughs> yeah. What's up, G? What's up, G? Battles the same issue, right? Like I've gotten better. This is not ex- exaggerating, okay? If I can go pee in a urinal in a public bathroom, I feel so good as I'm walking out of that door, okay? Yeah. It's a real real thing. Like I usually have to go in the stall. I don't know why, but I've been like that since I was a little kid, okay? But I couldn't pee. 
all these medications slow everything down. And so my mom says, oh, okay, well, the nurse is going to have to go get you a catheter. I didn't know what a catheter was. And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> and she comes in and has to give me a straight cast to, oh. to, to, to empty the bladder. And I just remember like, it was the worst thing that I'd ever felt in my life. Yeah. And I'm 17, <laughs> you know, like it's already awkward yeah. in my mind. Of course, that was such a long time ago, but like, I just have a feeling that all the nurses that took care of me were smoking hot 21 year old yeah. nurses. Right. Yeah. And she's coming in to give me a catheter. It's already awkward. <laughs> Then you're like every thought that goes in through a boy's head with yeah. their with their goodies. Yeah, it's it was so awkward, man. So awkward. At least, man. Thank God that's worse. I think that's worse. Oh, it sucks. I, I wasn't awake when they put it in. So yeah. thank God. Man. We hear that all the time when we're starting, Catherine. It's always the men like, "I'm sorry, man." You know, I'm like, "Trust me, dude. I like I'm just trying to get my job done, bro. There's no judging here." Yeah, I don't this. It's not fun for me either. I remember uh, <laughs> after I was out of the hospital, I was with uh, some a friend and, and and her family. We were at the Pancake Festival that Lubbock does down yeah. at the oh, C- yeah. Civic Center. Yeah. And uh, we're chatting with a girl in front of us. And I don't know who she is. And so the girl at the time looks at me. She's like, you know, maybe her dad was like, do you not remember who she is? We know her, but she was one of your nurses that took care of you a couple months ago. And I was like, oh, I, you know, I, I don't remember you, but thank you for everything you did. And this girl just starts laughing so hard. I'm like, what's going on? So she walks off. So the family tells me that, uh, yeah, she had to give me a shot yeah. in, in my butt. And so immediately when she walked in, you know, that morphine pump, man, I was pushing that button. It'll only go off every six minutes, but you can push it a thousand times. Yeah, like they're, you yeah, they're regulated yeah. where you're you not going like, to overdose You look like them, the right? person that's losing on Jeopardy. <laughs> it's over and over and over. So I was pushing it. Anyway, so apparently when this girl came in and said, I'm, I'm here to give you a shot, I immediately opened up my gown, you know, like the assless gown. and said, yeah. said girl, you you know you just want to see my ass. Oh. <laughs> and I don't remember this girl. Like, to me now, like, that's funny. That's yeah. who I am. But at yeah. 17, I guess I was still a cocky, dumbass son yeah. of a bitch oh, yeah. that won my wife over years later for yeah. almost the same type of comment. Dude. I'll, I'll never forget that's that, That's hilarious. Man. Oh, yeah. That's so good. Man, I bet you're a, bad, you're a badass nurse. Dude. I try to you're always. you're a badass person, man, and. And you doing this right here, and I know I've changed gears a little bit, but I bet you're, I bet people are lucky to have you as a nurse, and to show you that nurses have an effect on people's mm-hmm. lives mm-hmm. a lot. You know, you can be a teacher and have an effect. You can be a nurse. There's certain things that you can do in your life and have, Man, a, 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 have an impact. And I'm, I'm glad you're doing that, man. I appreciate awesome. that. Yeah. I, I always try to tell myself, especially when I'm having a shit day. Yeah, is. I think everybody knows how they want to be treated, right? Like it, it, it's a common thing, but I, I, during the battle of all that, that I was fighting for three or four years and surgeries and all that bullshit is I got treated very poorly by a couple of people. And those, that was a long time ago. And I was dealing with that like 16 years ago. And I still remember these horrible nurses. Uh, Cause those are the ones that really stick out to Utana. you. If it's Utana, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, she's probably the sweetest lady ever. She just happened to come in and have to pull up my catheter. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to see that lady Fuck again. You, Utana. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Utana. But you remember the negative stuff too, which is a funny human emotion too, that yeah. I could go into on a whole nother podcast on how we remember yeah. the negative more than the positive. Sure. But uh, I always try to tell myself like, remember how bad you felt and you still remember 16 years later when this nurse treated you like crap. And do you really want to be remembered 16 years later from this patient saying, I remember that one time that Landry was, was a jackass. Now my, my coworkers, unfortunately don't always get to see the awesome happy go lucky guy 
my family doesn't always get to see that, but I always try to, at least for those few minutes that I'm in there, I'm like, you know what? You've been laying in that bed, terrified, not knowing what any of the jargon and the lingo. Remember that when you walk in this room. Yeah, man, that's pretty important. That's powerful stuff, dude. I try. That's awesome. So, if what would be your advice as someone who 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 deals with this on a daily basis, but obviously some days way worse than others and some months way worse than others. But on a daily basis, you know what you're facing head on, right? Mm -hmm. To someone who's feeling like that. And I'm not even talking about someone who's like, holy shit, like this podcast just saved my life. I was going to kill myself, which if it does and you get some help, like, Oh my God, I I can't wait to hug you and see what life has in store for you. And that's awesome. But just the day to day person who's having like more than just the simple anxiety and the agitation, but legit anxiety, legit depression, anything like that, what would be your advice to these people? Yeah. Uh, that's a good question. And I'll tell you what works for me on even every day, man. There's things that I'll take something little. Mm-hmm. If I start to feel like shit or just a little something that I don't feel right that day, take little something and it can mm. be very tiny. And to me, it could be very, very small. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be taking a shower and you're yeah. like, dude, that was good. That's a good that shower. That was a good thing. Let's build on that. Okay. And if that doesn't happen, Dang, but okay. also Landry, uh, and I'm glad you asked me that question because it reminds me, I do small things. These things don't work for everybody, mm-hmm. right? There are things that work for me. You have to find something that works for you, right? Mm-hmm. You do have to find those things. And if you'll notice, man, I, I knew there was a point in time in my life where I was raising the white flag and I was giving up. Mm-hmm. I was completely giving up. I wasn't giving up on just jobs and, and social life and family and stuff. I was giving up on everything. Life, I was yeah. done. Yeah. No. So now, and I, uh, it's that's no longer the white flag for me, mm-hmm. but I have to have things that remind me. So I always, always have the opposite of white, which is black. Which okay. Black flag is kind of like a pirate, but yeah. to me, it's t- if I raise the black flag, it means that's the opposite of giving up. Damn. So to me, and I know you're raising so, your raising your black flag. I'll if always, that black flag, I'll is always, always, you know. always, always have a black wristband on. Or have a always carry a black flag. I, I, the, the always carry a black bandana in my pocket. Do you really, man? Like always. that's part of like you put your always, wallet man. and your phone. And if it, it, you know, I have a black bandana. It's, it's actually a Bahama Buckland, but yeah, always a black bandana in my pocket or a black wristband. So those are dumb things to some people. It's like, dude, really? But you know well, what? You Sometimes, know, man, I look down and just I, a minute I see ago, it, man. I see I've noticed that I've never noticed that before. And I was just reading to see what it said. And I saw that it said Bahama Bucks and I was yeah. just laughing because yeah. whatever, but yeah. So, I mean, little did that, I know that right there it means yeah. to you that it's yeah. like, I'm, I'm killing it right now. Yeah. That, I mean, wow. That's just a, uh, or and it's just a, it's a you did on your own. Yeah. It was just things I needed to, I was, I don't know, man. I was, Raise your black flag, guys. Yeah. Like, if you're having <laughs> trouble, like, seriously. Well, find, for, what, it's kind of weird, though. Black find flag your black poison. flag. It can mean a lot of things. But uh, to me, I was just wondering, what was opposite of the white flag? Yeah. And find I, was, your black I flag. was really raising the white flag for a long time. Find and, your black flag. Yeah, so, man, I just, I, I, there's something that helps me. And I know sometimes that doesn't work for everybody. And that's just stupid, minuscule stuff for some people. But for me, dang it, man, it's important. I know I put this, I take it off every night. And I, but I have a bunch of them and I have a bunch of different ones, but, and I always put this, I have four or five black bandanas cause I wash them cause they get nasty. I'm not the old man yet that blows his nose into them, but mm-hmm. they're just there for me mm-hmm. and they are in my back pocket and they are a constant reminder when I take off my shorts or my pants every night or 
Sometimes I take off my pants in the middle of the day. I don't know. So, but you know, <laughs> I, I usually try to get everything out of them. Whatever. I usually try to get them. Every, I yeah. usually try to take everything out of my pockets. You know, and it's a reminder, and I put them in my pocket every day. Wow, and it is. It's strong. You know what? Could be dumb to some people, but to me, man, it's important. And so, like, so for for somebody like, if you could just have little things, find li- your little black victories, flag, the little victories. find your black flag. Yeah, yeah, just whatever it is, man. That could just keep you going. Could be this pink unicorn. Oh right my here. god! You know what? I don't know. So what about it could be something that's not even material? Whatever. But and to me, it works for me. So you know? one other question I'm going to ask is, now that was to cover the people who were who may be struggling, mm-hmm. is what do you want to say is kind of leave people with to people you realize are struggling? I'm, I'm scared. You know, I see my, I see you struggling, right? Yeah. Right now when we're doing this podcast, this is hypothetical, but like I'm scared to confront you, right? Yeah. How can I approach you? Um. Kind of like man, pull your dusty in low. Gosh, dang it, man. That's a great question. Yeah, that is a great question. Um, it's so hard, but you just really need to be honest and check in with people and just like, no, don't, don't say, I love this, man. I heard somebody talk about this one time. Don't say how, when, when somebody says yeah, they're doing okay, ask somebody how they are. Okay. Like, hey, man, I'm doing all right. And if you're really... If you think you might be concerned, that's the question, right? If you're you're asking me, make sure I'm understanding the question right, Landry. Okay. It's somebody that's, I mean, help me understand it real quick. So like if I, if I just notice okay. somebody that so, I can tell that they're yeah. struggling with something, whether I you know, know what, a history even or if, if I don't. Okay, you can make it uncomfortable. Even if it's uncomfortable, man, that's what I, that's, that's what I thought you were asking. But just be like, no, no, how are you really? Don't just give me a one-word answer. Don't say, okay. okay. How are you? Um, it could be, is anything, check on them with a text. Check on them with a, hey, uh, you want to do something. But if you realize somebody's struggling, somebody's having a hard time, one, if you don't feel comfortable having a conversation or really check, that's fine. Yeah. But contact somebody that doesn't mind having that conversation. And okay. you know what? That person can get mad at you, the person that you may, you're may you worried about. And they probably will. And they probably will. But you know what? Dang, I in, the, in, the, in the long run, that's it, it's worth it. Yep. And um, it's big time worth it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I will, I'll, be, I'll forever be thankful to Dusty for doing that. I mean, Absolutely. You know, it, and it, and he it's really funny because he had no idea. Yeah, he, he, really, yeah he really didn't have any idea. And he wasn't really checking on me, but he was just letting me know. Like, hey, man, something's going up. on. You know, and, this isn't the time and, we all know. Yeah, and it was an eye-opening experience for me, but. Also, man, like I'm so I know I'm so lucky to have a mother and a dad and a brother and a sister and their mm-hmm. their uh, their significant others, uh, uh, my brother's wife and my sister's husband. They're all so awesome, and mm-hmm. they and they care about you, even though they are might not understand completely mm-hmm. what is happening. Because I think our it. family was naive to it, because they really hadn't dealt with it, mm-hmm. but. Man, they were supportive and they were there. And I just, you just need somebody. Mm. You need somebody and just to, I'm not a doctor. You can't, you can reach out to me and, and say, hey man, thank yeah. you for doing this, whatever. Oh, what, that's great. Yeah. And I think that's important yeah. just to be the first time to say, hey, thank mm. you. I won't put you on blast. I won't say that your name. Exactly. I mean, I'm complete, you can't have yeah. me in confidence, but I really think it's important to get, reach out to somebody if you're having that problem. You if help. you are the other side and you're not helping, you're part of the problem. 
Mm, yep. That's where it is, man. Yep. And I think that's more important than the yep. other side of it. If you're not doing anything to help, what the hell are you doing, man? Yep. And, and and we've got to change the way that we, in, in society, and I can only speak for Americans. I can't speak for, but an American society is... Like we've got to quit thinking of this as a negative thing, whether it's anxiety, it's stress, it's depression. Like I said, it's even further in borderline personality disorder yeah. or schizophrenia. Like there's PTSD. some PTSD. PTSD. Yeah. There's some serious shit that's going on yeah. that we've got to quit looking at it as a negative connotation. And we got to start realizing this is something that we can help take control of and help start saving some lives and raising some yeah. awareness. Like, why are we teaching people yeah. foil and PEMDAS? Let's people yeah, exactly. <laughs> see what I did there. I'll foil that shit. I'll pull this shit out of whatever. <laughs> see what I did there. I tried to foil my mental issues. Outside, inside, last. Yeah. Uh, I was talking oh, to Mindy about That's foil funny. just two days man, ago. I, and I saw Kevin Brill, man. He's a, he, he's an advocate. He's also a comedian, but uh, he does a lot of talks, but, he said it so perfect one time. He goes, "Man, you know, if I told if I broke my arm, he goes, everybody I know would want to run and come sign, sign my that cast. cast." He goes, "If I told him I was depressed, I was in the hospital because I was depressed. Nobody was. I there. wouldn't even hear from anybody. Damn. And Isn't that, that is, weird. And that's crazy. You know. Isn't that weird? And that's a broken arm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. true." And it's because they don't know, man. You don't know. You just don't know. You, I, I would be the same way. If I was in high school and somebody was depressed and mm. whatever. And I've had friends that have mm-hmm. lost, that have died by suicide. Yeah. But I didn't know so, how. I don't, man, dude, I didn't know anything about it. Yep. I don't know anything. And not everybody that dies by suicide is depressed. Right. It, it could be something going on. But, yeah. man, just golly, man. Just wish people would be understanding a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just if you understood a little bit. Yep. I you agree. know that uh, fatty foods and and if you have high cholesterol or, or high blood pressure, that that's a problem, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's going to lead, go down a different... If you know somebody has high blood pressure, you're like, hey, man, they've got some heart issues, yeah. whatever, you know. Let's get them on this. Yeah, let's whatever, change yeah, some whatever. lifestyles. Let's, let's help them out. Like, call, it yeah. or understand it, you know, because you know that. Yep. And it's just, God, I just wish we could think the same way. I agree. I wish mental health was as important as physical health yeah and to me it is physical because your brain is the most important organ in your body absolutely besides, i mean i don't I, you can't live with that it's one of the one of the few organs you can I mean yeah you need that in the heart you need that in the heart basically and uh well you know what i'm dumb science i don't know yeah. you probably need a lot more than just you your do, brain and your the, heart but yeah i'm with you yeah, pregnant your skin and uh your Allegedly. liver and yeah. your okay I'll stop myself. But what I'm saying is, is that it's just as important as the other, uh, no, uh, other it, ones, man. It, it, so, and internal health is so just important. as important, if not more important than external health. Okay. This is having said that. So, like, so I don't forget to say having said that because I feel like if I do an episode, man, this is awesome, man. I, I love your podcast. Having said that. It's great. I love your podcast. Having said that, I like the, the you know the what I get excited about. Yeah. I was telling yeah. I was telling Cassandra the other day that like a Jeremy um, Daniel, mm-hmm starts texting me and Mark in a group text every Tuesday at about 6.30 to 7 a.m. Okay, so no he's, a, he's a hardcore yeah. fan, right? Yeah, yeah. And he wakes up on Tuesdays yeah. and listens. So shout out to Jeremy. Yeah. Hey, man, dude. he's like, doing work, man. And especially he really is. And, yeah, and y'all tune for, in for to autism. some pick four over the entire month yeah. of, of April and to really learn about that. Yeah. Is, but like, the dude's a true fan, man. Like, yeah, he's supporting awesome. me, right? Mark listens every Tuesday. Yeah. You listen every... Like, these yeah. group texts that I'm getting, like, a lot of people are listening a lot yeah. more than I ever thought would, and it's only going to continue to grow. But it's funny because there's, like, that core group of people. Yeah. And you have it's your hardcore like, fans. 
Man, it's cool. And like, I feel like you got the perfect job to listen to my podcast every yeah. Tuesday. Oh my you're gosh, spending man. time in the vehicle. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. I drive nearly 350 miles a day, man. Yeah. I, I, you got I nothing else something. better to yeah. do. Like, well, you know you, that you, lives you, are tough <laughs> on the road when you're stuck listening to my voice. Oh, bullshit. Dude, yeah, I've nearly wrecked a couple of times. <laughs> and the dude, the one was Zach Tiarina, dude. Dude, oh my Zach gosh, Slade. Man. Ooh, that dude, man. Zach Slade. That, that, I mean, you, everyone has been good, except for Dylan Griffin. He's not Dylan bad. sucked. I'm just playing. <laughs> I love I, Dylan. That's another guy that'll he'll tell you. Yeah, he'll tell what, you, just tell like you how it is. is. Yeah, but, that's yeah, why I love Dylan. I man. love him too, man. Yeah. I lo- he's a great dude. He's he a is. great dude. Yeah. Um, but that, the, but the Zach Arena, man. I was, yeah. Dude, I was ready to. Did he slay? Dude, I was ready to climb a mountain, conquer the world. That's I was, what I man. told everybody. I was ready to climb a mountain, dude. Except for yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a good one. Was I mean, good. I wasn't really gonna climb a mountain though, because uh, <laughs> let's not get crazy. Yeah, let's, not get, let's not get stupid, you know. <laughs> Metaphorical but, mountain. Uh, but man, this has been a lot of fun, and I hope Were somebody learns something. Were you ready to go and, uh, back up the second flight of stairs for the groceries after you listen to Zach? <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. Okay. That's I like I carried the car up the stairs. You know, I, could, I mean, it, he he was great, man. Yeah. He was great. So. Guys, and, uh, hey man, th- well, hey, thank you, yeah. Landry, and hey, man, it means a lot that you uh, showed up. Uh, my, and plug my podcast real quick because it's coming. I was just about to say yeah, so. as I was leaving, like, you know, <laughs> like first of all, where can people find you if you want to get a hold of Ty? Yeah. Obviously, he's on Facebook. Obviously, yeah. he's on Instagram. Ty, is, Ty with an E. Is there anything else you would like to say, <laughs> Mister Ty King? Well, I don't have the uh, Instagram or um, the Facebook page up yet. I'm, you know, just getting this podcast off the ground. I have so many friends that have talked to me and encouraged me to do a podcast for mm. I can I tell say you three it's or one four of the years most favorite things yeah. I've ever done and pulling yeah. that trigger was exhilarating yeah. and you know what and to me it's just it's not anything other than I need to scratch that creative itch mm. that I have mm-hmm. um, and it's coming it's going to be the win loser tie podcast of course it's one name T-Y-E win loser tie yeah uh, it's gonna be awesome, man. I got already got some great guests there lined up. You'll some, find it stuff, where, yeah. where, 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 wherever you can find the the having said that with Lady Griffith yeah. podcast, wherever you yeah. can find the yeah. pick four it's podcast. Not out it's yet. all in the same. Would, and, and when is this one gonna air? When is this podcast gonna air? This That's, is actually going to air for you, for uh, you. March thirtieth, which oh, is March tomorrow. Th- oh, tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Um, my goal tentatively is to have my my teaser trailer intro yes. episode yes. Uh, to come out on Friday. So. Okay. That's tentatively. Look, we'll, we'll speak. But, what, but, what we'll say, and anybody you'll, you'll who's curious, there, yeah, yeah, like uh, just so. pay attention to my social media as the week goes on, and yeah. and, and when that episode is is yeah. um, publicized, you'll know about it, you as the listener, because I'm going to yeah. be all over it. Yeah, um, sure. it's a part of LMK yeah. Produ- Productions, part man. Of LMK Productions. I let Landry Mark and King, baby, let me know. Let um, me know, Landry Mark. And, 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 and to let everybody know, it's not going to be just about mental health. It's not about that. It's just no, the, and everybody I'm, that knows Ty's not like we place. may talk about it, but like, yeah, yeah these are conversations yeah. with some awesome people, and then <laughs> he's going to have some conversation <laughs> with some shitty people. I know at least yeah. one because I'm going to be all there at some ah, point. Whatever, man. That's funny. <laughs> but it's like my nephew told me that day, Jenny goes, Uncle Ty. He listened to one of my podcasts that I was on with uh, yeah, Mark, with, Mark. On with Pick Four, and he goes, "Uncle Ty, man, you know a little bit about everything. You do, and you and he know goes, but everybody. you don't know a lot about anything." <laughs> like, I can't decide which one's more. Personally, I would yeah. like to know a little bit. Of <laughs> this is so funny, though. All right, man. Dude, thanks for coming out, man. This has been a blast. I knew yeah. that it was going to be a good one. Um, Ty's coming back on for multiple, like a little bit more lighthearted stuff. We got some stuff planned between him and Mark and myself that are going to be fun. But I hope that we reached out to somebody. This is something that that is huge to me, um, and I, I hope that people learn. And if if we can reach out to one person out of this, and that's all that it matters. So, like I said, be sure to check us out on Facebook, LMK Productions. Um, Without them, I wouldn't be where I am during this podcast. Uh, like I tell everybody, go do something kind for everybody else. Ty, real quick, 
I got to drive by a billboard every day for the next 30 days at work. It's something yeah. that you post. What's it say? Um, that I would post it. Mm-hmm. If you, you made this billboard. I have to see it every day for 30 yeah. days. What's it say? Every day. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you're going to do anything like that, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. pretty quick on my feet. You're the third person and everyone else has come up with a quick answer. Yeah. Oh, I would, it would be, um, I'll just say like fly your flag, man. Fly your flag. I fly love your, it. Yeah. Or, 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 Find that black flag. R- r- fly your black flag. I love it. So I, I or something it. like good, that. Man. I mean, I, I don't it. know. That may not mean much to much people, but you know, it does internally, to man. Just, of our listeners, yeah, man. Fly your black flag, man. Just you're on, you're, you're living. You're, you're doing the opposite of, of, of absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks for listening guys. Uh, tune in again next week and pay attention to the uh, social media for, to let you know when, lo- when loser ties coming out. <laughs> LMK Productions. Peace.